welcome back to our third episode, second year of Tangled Blessings. This time we're doing year two using the cups deck that we have separated. And we'll do a quick, quicker recap than we did last time. Oh shit, that's right. Okay, keep going. Again, uh, so I'm playing Elias Parker so on and so forth. I, last year, to kind of sum up Elias's first year, he had a tough time where he kind of showed that he was really good at something and then something went horribly wrong. And then he got injured and lost his magic and had a lot of self-doubt kind of following him through the rest of the year. And by the end of the year, he ended up going and finding his path again and uh, when the year broke for break for second year before second year he decided to stay on campus and practice and play around with magic more than going back and visiting his friends and family Jess you know it's funny because like I remember the end of our the last stream we had like a general theme that both of our characters came up with. And I, that was one for yours, that your character kind of went throughout this and had kind of self-doubt, a lot of internal self-doubt, mm -hmm. right? And I'm trying to remember what the heck mine was. <laughs> Angelica, but, Angelica's but was... Now that I'm oh, talking to you, it's external self-doubt, right? It's, it's not self-doubt. No. It's that the external world is starting to doubt her, right? Like the teachers, yes. the students. She believes that she's very capable. She knows that she's very capable. She is actually very capable. But the people around her are starting to question it. And that is frustrating for her. And that's kind of, I think, where the last three trials and situations have kind of pointed out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got it. As you were talking and I was talking, it, it came back to me. I don't know. Was there anything else I had to say? Oh, yeah. You Who's your character again? Just a little little snippet oh, here. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so... She had a lot of like external like people doubting her instead of herself doubting her. Like unlike Elias, but there was a little bit more that happened that year uh, last year for her. I mean that's fair. So I guess for Angelica Thompson, in kind of a, a summary. So for those who don't know, I have a terrible memory and I'm trying to recall back my very own character of what we did. But, and it's funny because we did this all before stream as well. So in summary, I guess, Angelica Thompson, she entered this school year with the motivation to help her friend with magic and kind of learning more about magic to help her friend. And in that first year, she had learned that Elias in a divination would be kind of her rival at the end and he would kind of win over her and that was kind of her motivation to both take him down and like be better and kind of the other situations that have come up like she was partnered up with a fellow student who pointed out her flaws or not pointed out her flaws what am I saying who no the, the fellow student tried lied about lied. her flaws yeah who lied and he um said that he had done the assignment and she was basically just a fake and didn't help at all which was infuriating and so she kind of did her own project and kind of tried to prove everyone wrong in a way but mostly just like tried to stand on her own and at the very end there was like an infuriating teacher i think who was torturing animals he was like the beast 
magical beast keeper and but yeah like more or less torturing animals and students alike and just like and he kind of just was on her case i feel like throughout the first year and through some sort of interaction with a magical phoenix it kind of sparked her fire powers from her and he kind of just claimed that it was just a fluke or it was kind of stolen from the phoenix and not really of her own kind of talent that she figured these things out on her own. And so in a rage of him kind of dealing with some of his animals in the improper way, she released all of them and stole a bunny of his for herself. So I now have a familiar. Yes. Oh, I need a name for him. You do need a name for your little familiar. I kind of have, you know what? Let me see what the random generator says first. Okay. So let me, I have plenty of random name generators because I am horrible at picking out names. Is there a bunny on this list? Uh, do, do you get to specify like creature I, name generator? So I, I do have a fantasy name generator that has several fantasy genres in it. D&D, mm-hmm. Warhammer, Lord of the Rings, like something like that'll just pop up a name in that thing. There's an animal list and there's different types of animals. There is no bunny on here. I think the closest would be rodent technically. I'm all right with rodent. That's fine. Sunshine. That was the first one that popped up. Perfect. Done. I was going to, my idea was Zoot, Z-O-O-T, but I like sunshine so much better. It's perfect. It- perfect like, yeah. little pet name for you so like yep. angelica and sunshine the bunny i can't i also am trying to imagine a rodent type creature named sunshine like can you imagine like a mouse or a guinea pig named sunshine yeah they, well it, it's very funny because it, it seems like one of those paradoxical names where like people will name a really small animal something really tough you know but, that's fair yeah, yeah yeah that's fair i love yeah, it like, it's funny because i was actually picturing like a a, a white bunny very white hair. I, I, I was too. Yeah, right? All right. But so at what... the end of the, that year, Angelica did what? And for year break? Uh, yeah. So for the break in between year one and year two, she um, went back home. She didn't stay on campus. Uh, she went back home and she mostly spent time at the hospital with her sick friend. And she actually broke the rules and... Showed her friend a little bit of her magical powers. She talked to her friend about it and showed her a little bit while she was out of school. Just playing bad girl type character. Breaking the rules. It's funny because she's such a rule stickler for the most part. Like while in school, this is this. I don't know. This is the only this is the small, tiny little rule she broke. Even though it's a big rule. (laughs) Yeah. So. Kind of moving into our second year, uh, just a reminder for everyone, this is, seems me and Jess have not looked further. We haven't looked at any of the prompts. We haven't read any of the prompts. We don't know exactly what's going to go on, what prompts we're going to get. It's going to be a surprise to us as much as it is going to be a surprise for you, for everyone listening. So all we know this year is things are going to start to get darker and more horror-y-ish, I guess. Mm -hmm. 
because first year was kind of light for us actually like there was a few things where it's like i i was maimed like we did go have the whole like animal uh, alluding to animal torture and whatnot so yeah we don't know exactly what's going to come up please listen back to our first thing for all of the content warnings that could come up in this series i think just this year you're going to start because i started last year no yeah oh i mean that's fair okay so let's see so the beginning of uh year two it's we're doing the deck of cups for the tarot deck Ooh, that looks nice does it oh yeah shuffle this a little bit <laughs> and uh, i just want to read the beginning line of year two cups it says things took a dark turn as you entered your second year all right so if i remember the setup we do three cards each yep so we're gonna do one after year. another so and i will go first and i have the page of cups mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what the heck is the page of cups page is part of the it's like the knight ah okay so there are a page is a knight okay and while kent is looking up the symbolism it is a beautiful picture of i believe a young woman holding a cup with a goblet with a fish in it and it looks like she is on the rocky side of the ocean i see waves and clouds kind of in the background and uh what would be your major arcana and my major. is that is what the meanings come from yep but you're looking at the prompt right i have not read the prompt yet i will okay and my major arcana is the tower card oh no that's the bad one and i need the number xv1 so 16 for those who know tarot the tower card is like the danger disaster awful card oh yeah that is a uh, ruin disaster fear distress inevitability great start cool and all it, right it, it is very interesting because in the book with starting with this year starting with the 10 of cups that page is all like a, a nice starry background. And so it, it's different. And like the, the page of cups, it's they're starting to get a little bit longer, like several, several lines. So ready for your prompt? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Does it actually say, oh, God, or is that <laughs> your comment? Oh, God, no, that is the comment. You lost your reflection. At first, you didn't notice, but another student pointed it out to you. The student suggested your reflection has been stolen by someone wishing to impersonate you. And to lure it back, you'd have to steal someone else's to make your reflection jealous. Whose reflection did you steal? When your reflection returned, did it reveal what kept it away? Who stole it? And what did they do while impersonating you? Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. That is an interesting because it it's very it's interesting because Angelica is known as a person around campus that 
she has bad rumors going up around her, you know, that like, oh, like she keeps stealing power. She keeps stealing credit for other people's work. And so like who, who would want to, to impersonate someone who has that kind of reputation? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. This is kind of what I'm thinking. I want to say that what I, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm thinking about this prompt with the tower card too. Disaster like, and ruin. The, yeah, disaster and ruin. So like maybe maybe it's since first year for some whatever reason. Like someone has been trying to sabotage. Someone knew instantly, like right away, that you were going to be a great, great, great mage. That's what I'm thinking too. I, I want to. This so my idea. Is that I think that within this school and among the students, there are a number of secret societies. And I want to say that a prominent secret society for which, oh, maybe I'm using that word wrong again. I think that one of the prominent secret societies that like bum student from last year who like took the credit for the class, he's a member of, even though he's like a lazy student who like cheats his way all of the time i'm going to say that he is a member of this prominent society and he's pretty like upset with what happened last time even though he mostly got away with it he's just kind of annoyed with her and he wants to kind of ruin her image even more and just kind of take her down i think the society is like prominent amongst the their community and things like that and i think i want to say and you can pull back or not if you want to do this, but I think that they might be taking down kind of top, top students. So I think they're targeting both me and you, Elias. Okay. Um, really, any student who proves themselves outside of the society or who won't join the society, they're kind of making a target out of. So it, it, it's like a society of students in particular, like yes. not that a who try to keep their presence away from the faculty and stuff because the faculty even though you know some what? of them are you know some of them are actually x I would, yeah i was gonna say i would say it's a mystery i wonder if some of the or, faculty or, are members or are part of it or not you know or if they're involved in it or not you know i'm gonna say i don't really know if it's just students and faculty or if it's just students or in general I, yeah i think we i think we could leave the and you know what i I do kind of like the idea of it's just students mm. and anyone who is about to graduate, their memory is wiped of the society. Shit. That's cool. I love it. To keep it as secret as possible. I so love that it. way, like someone in the society has. Look at me making a cult. <laughs> you too. I'm like, would... there's a cult in the school. <laughs> who would have ever guessed yeah, no, I love it. I think that's perfect. I think maybe part of joining on, they go through some sort of ritual or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where their where their memory is wiped once they graduate. Mm. I love it. We'll have to uh, and I want to flesh say, that out a little bit later. Yeah, and I want to say, and maybe like right now, I don't know too much about it, right? But I want to say that they, or like Angelica doesn't know too much about it. But I want to say that they have been doing this to not just her, to multiple people stealing yep. their. Their reflections Just trying to trying to impersonate them you know yeah yeah so maybe this other student was actually a student from a higher year than angelica who pointed this out and who, who knows what 
uh, what's happened is like, it's like, oh, like, yeah, this happened to someone else that in my grade or a year higher that I knew mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, yeah, they're uh, they were impersonated because when their shadow was taken, someone was doing something. So let's. Part of the prompt, though, is what did they do? It's like, who did you who did whose reflection did you steal to make your reflection jealous? Yep. And what did they do with your reflection while they had it? Yep. I don't know if this is too pompous of me, but I kind of want Angelica to have like done the research and hunted down like whoever the top person of the secret organization was and like tried to steal their reflection. That might be a little bit too. Ah, (laughs) I'm like, let me make her the baddest Mary Sue ever. (laughs) Hmm, Okay. Whose reflection would it? You know, my other idea was that my bunny stole my reflection and did something with it. <laughs> Those were the two that I was bouncing back and forth between. What did they do with it? Hmm. They should do something that would attempt to get her expelled from school or something like really problematic in school. Maybe just like purposely blunder a very big cloud spell or do something to like the headmaster or the teacher or something while impersonating her. So this is a good opportunity to make a new student about who stole your. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. So yeah, let's, let's, uh, so let's go and we need the major arcana cards. Okay. We're going to. All of them? Yes. Not including the. Well, or artist, because yeah. there's an extra card for you. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. But last time we didn't, we cut out our student generation, and it's a little bit different from the faculty and staff that we kind of went over with the first time, because there's some different things that go uh, into this one. Same kind of thing for, uh, we're going to be drawn four cards to kind of piece together a student who is. <laughs> I have drawn the emperor. Four. Four. So these, I just need the numbers, but definitely say the uh, the things as well. Four is the house. That student was in the House of Spires. The House of Spires are only safe in their tower because of the panthers who keep guard. The House of Spires represents the connection blades, pens, and spirituality share. While members of this house may only show interest or aptitude in one of the represented icons, they are full members of the spire. Students in this house often carry one or more of these marks, empathy, isolation, or judgment. Hmm. This might change then who I'm thinking stole my, my stole your reflection. reflection. Yes. So like the, the, the reason why, so we might like nix the. No, I'm going to keep the cult for sure. Keep the cult. Keep, keep um, the I just, I guess I haven't decided who it is necessarily i'm just going to keep the secret society it's still going to be related but we went with not the top of the society but i don't know if it'll be a member or someone associated so i guess this is going to be a cult warning for this i don't believe appears in our uh warnings so if you have bad issues with cults jess is not sorry but i am (laughs) the next card i have is the hermit one x so nine Ooh. So they are a second year. Oh, so they're higher up. Okay. Oh, wait, we're second years. We're second year. The same year. So they are a second year. And the second prompt is 
what year they're in and what position they are in in the school. And their position is they work with the Academy newspaper. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Perfect. Third card is going to be their secret. I drew the devil, which is XV, which is 15. Hmm. Ooh. Their secret, and this could be relating to this prompt to why they stole your or what they did with your reflection, they accidentally made a sentient being. Oh, shit. They accidentally made... How is that? Oh, shit. If this were a tarot reading, I would be very scared. I've Hmm. literally drawn, drawn the emperor, the hermit, the devil, and now my last card is the hanged man. And that is their personality. 22x unless this is upside down this is upside down whoops x11 so 12 hmm they're honest their personality is very honest you can be arrogant and awful and honest at the same time mm-hmm. interesting they made a sentient being okay shit so maybe this does change things a little bit and then we just need a name for them going back to my many uh name generators we think in because we last session we did make all male dominated students and professors oh yeah. uh, what are you thinking swinging yeah let's do a girl i think it'll right. fit with yeah with i think it'll oh actually no this is for the student girl is yeah. fine girl is fine yeah uh let's see i'm gonna go with that one Interesting. I'm for some reason thinking like Irish, Scottish, Welsh. No, do it. Not not English, but yeah, let's do it. Oh, actually, that was that was a good name that I just passed. I unfortunately, but Chloe. All right, Chloe. Chloe Merrick. Chloe Merrick. Yes, Chloe Merrick. No, I'll do the same thing. I'll say Chloe Merrick is... I'll switch it up a little bit, though. I'll I'll say... I think it makes sense. I think her secret... That's all very befitting. Like, Chloe Merrick is a member of the Secret Society. And she, either by herself or within the Secret Society, had made this sentient being. And they're attempting to keep it a secret. And they're tra- attempting to hide it within the dorms. And so they have stolen... I keep wanting to say shadows too, but it's reflections. They keep, they have stolen reflections in order to kind of hide their sentient being so that like they can move about the campus with it. They should also, I feel like maybe they could even plant her in opportune places. And since she's a news article person too, she could also Mm -hmm. write articles and post pictures and things like that of them there at these different things. So that's what I'll say. Maybe this Chloe girl, she is an investigative reporter for her school. She like, you know, kind of digs up and finds hard-hitting things, but she actually crafts and creates them herself. She steals people's reflections and kind of recreates this crime scene or whatever thing. And she she like falsifies like news. Yeah, exactly. And then creates like these stories. So she like plants things that like actually happen, but like she's creating it to be it's like the the whole uh 
firemen who light fires to yes, yeah, put exactly, type of thing. exactly that exact thing. But I feel like I should figure out what it is the thing that she did for Angelica. What uh, What do you mean? Like, what is it that she had her impersonated sentient being do while it was Angelica? You know, mm. I feel like I need something. And I don't know if it should be light or silly or something weird or something simple. Maybe they just had Angelica go in and attempt to steal like test answers or like a secret book from a teacher. Something like that. That would very much go along with the all rumors already around exactly. that Angelica is a cheat. A yeah. cheat and kind of not worth her own worth as a student she's just trying to get through this and whatnot exactly yeah and that would help solidify that other student story who i would say is also in the secret society that's what i'll go with so whose reflection did you steal ah shit i thought that's right i was supposed to be stealing hers right that's why we made that student no uh, i I, we were that's okay that's okay Uh, yeah i steal that's totally all right Whose reflection did I steal in order to make, that's the thing. I have to make my reflection jealous though. Yep. I mean, there would be an obvious answer. I don't think I would steal Elias's though. No, you don't think you're. No, I guess that would be an obvious answer, right? Because I am, you are like my rival. who. And like, what better to draw your reflection back to yourself? That's fair. I'm already myself jealous of you. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good idea. Let's do it. I will steal Elias's reflection. Mm. So Eli- Elias loses his reflection at some point. And you know, he he may, same thing, may, he may not even notice it until someone else points it out. And uh, after your reflection gets back, what do you do with Elias's? I probably let it go. It, so like his comes back eventually. Yeah, uh, it, it does. Uh, this doesn't have to be a ever repeating. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think she she'd be do anything vindictive or vengeful or anything like that. She might do something stupid like. It's just your reflection, anyways. I could only impersonate you. Yeah, yeah. I think she would just let it go. Just using it as a means to get her own back. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Very good. Okay, that's nice. That was that was deep. Was we went deep, deep on that one. That, we went deep on that one. I like it though. Yeah, it, it was a, nice. It took a little bit, but I, I like it. You ready for yours? Uh, well, yeah, let's go. You are. The Four of Cups. Okay. And your major arcana is the Hermit. One X. Nine. Uh-huh. So my Brief meanings are isolation, loneliness, reemergence, disguise. That's the four. Here, let me go back and we'll read my prompt. Now that I'm looking at this, I was like, crap, that's right. I'm supposed to be using this card as inspiration too, right? You can. You don't necessarily have to. I'm going to make this fish in the cup the symbol of the secret society. (laughs) While writing notes for a spell, your pen exploded leaving a large ink puddle across the page. 
A dark hand with a long arm emerged from it, grabbing your arm and made you write a new spell with incantations you've never seen. You quickly realized it had a high chance of imprisoning someone in stone or bestowing endless good fortune. Did you cast the spell? If so, what happened? If you didn't cast the spell, what did you do with your notes? Ooh. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So, as we kind of said, Elias is very enamored by all of this magic. He wants to try to do as much as he can with what he has and what he can do with this thing that had happened. So he he's writing spells and notes and stuff. And then this like hand just reaches out through the ink and just writes a new incantation, like forcing him to write this. And because he realized there's a high chance that like it could be in like, you know, it could imprison someone or bestow endless good fortune. I think he's going to cast the spell. He's going to try to cast the spell. Okay. Seems on brand. And he did. And it does. It bestows good fortune at the cost of imprisoning someone in stone. So it wasn't either or that he thought. Because like he he was hoping that it was either or and he got the good. But it was both. It was a shit. Basically a pact with the devil. Shit. And doing so, he unfortunately like forces someone to be imprisoned in stone. And he he it's not that the spell bestows endless good fortune to the caster, it's that it steals someone else's good fortune. Mm. And Shit, such horrible stuff happens to Elias when he uses magic. And it it's, it's I know so it's bad, sad. isn't it? Like it's he, so sad. I love it. It's so sad. He wants to love and like use magic, like he wants to have fun with it, but every time he does, it seems like it goes wrong. It ends yes. up going. And I think this was this was something that he was really, really hoping was going to be good because he had such a bad first year, you know? So he wanted that good fortune to like I guess he does have a good some good fortune now, but like at the cost of how does he know though is it someone nearby like or does I, he run into someone like how does he know does I he just know I think yeah it is someone who is nearby that like stumbles upon him casting this incantation and I think it's going to be professor monty no Kent, no, that's the good one that helped you. I know, like the one who lost all of his magic, the one who was a drunkard now mm. and was like kind enough to help you when you were down. Wow, you really want to stab yourself. I know this is like I'm right in the really, heart. Really I'm also devastated. I'm devastated yeah, because like I'm I'm thinking it's like who would come that's looking so around like to to see because like. Elias and Professor Monty, like they, they did 
get along after the fact, like after his incident and whatnot. And he, they spent some time over the break together as well. And like, I can just see him, like he went off to try to uh, like be alone, like maybe into the uh, forest a little bit, you know, maybe to a secluded area that professor Monty had shown him. And as he's casting this incantation, he comes into this clearing and he's trapped into the incantation. And it's something that Elias had started. And for whatever reason, he couldn't stop. It was like, he was literally possessed to continue to finish this incantation. Yep. Yep. And maybe it's, it wasn't exactly like that professor Monty was imprisoned in stone. Maybe he was, turned into stone i mean i kind of like i kind of like both i kind of like just that that idea of just like entombed almost yeah and now that like this is happening like he he gained what he wanted he wanted a good fortune but it was unfortunately at the cost of someone that he held dear Shit, dude, I don't have to do, like, anything to you. You're doing it all to yourself. (laughs) I know. It's terrible. Oh, my gosh. What, like, what is Elias going to do? Like, he literally turns, sees this professor in stone. With all of this, like, I think he, after the incantation is completed, after he, uh, he is done being forced to cast the spell essentially because at a point like when professor monty came in he was going to stop but he couldn't i think this is kind of like a turning point for him where he's just like i can't just keep willy-nilly like using magic like this and he has a he has a goal to uh break this spell break this curse now to uh free professor monty from his confinement darker turn this year for certain holy crap but that was you know my own doing yeah shit yeah i like it i feel like elias is going to get to the end and i feel like i have this weird feeling that he's going to like win all of this magic stuff and he's just not going to want it at all yeah, that's that would where, be, that's, that would that's be the very... direction that I sense Elias is going. Yeah. Oh crap! Now that I think back on my story, this student that stole her shadow or stole her reflection was supposed to be honest. I made her very deceitful, but she was supposed to be honest. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe that, like, we, kind of what we said with Drew Taylor, how he was supposed to be studious, but. It, it's just how he looks, how he comes across as. So, like, her personality viewed by others is honest. An honest reporter. But she is actually very deceitful and is lying to everyone and creating these false stories to get her paper, uh, to get the paper read or get to get her articles read or on the front page, you know? Mm, perfect. I love it. I love it. That will work. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, wait. Yeah, time for your uh, your second prompt. Oh, God, my heart still hurts from yours. 
Mine does too. <laughs> My chest is so tight right now. I'm so sad. <laughs> oh man. That that hermit car just worked out so well. Like there was no way I couldn't not have uh-huh. someone imprisoned. And the fact that it was also, you know, like someone dear to him that made it so like because it's it's isolation and loneliness and what's more lonely than losing one of the people who like helped you through one of your hardest times and really it's the your only cause. person yeah yeah ah and it's like it's so much worse because like you're gonna have all these good things happen to you because you have good luck and yeah like, I'm, i have know. good fortune hopefully yeah like and you maybe- know it's because of this dude stuck as a rock mm-hmm. that's horrible you're horrible kent you're a villain <laughs> it is very much seeing like what that you know like the way that angelica wants wants it to be seen and the way that like her view of elias is like he's a monster who keeps hurting himself and others with magic uh-huh. and like but yeah all right so what's your what's your card okay I have the Eight of Cups. And it's this person sitting on a cliffside looking at the moon. And my major arcana is the Chariot, Seven. So the Chariot, Seven. Triumph, Aggression, Control, Willpower. You discovered several runes carved into the floor under your bed. Your research revealed that they were meant to imbue you with fear. What fears did you have at the time? How recent did the carving look? Who had access to your room to do this? So this is kind of playing really well into your initial thing that like someone's who had probably either uh, tried recruiting you into this secret society and you spurned their invitation. And now they're trying to trying to ruin you but this yeah. is this is your prompt yeah um no i i think i agree i think that it fits well i'm gonna say wow so she finds and discovers these runes of fear in her bedroom i think that no one she she's a pretty private person like i mentioned she kind of keeps to herself and she's pretty self-driven and kind of alone in her rise to the top. And she's just determined to not really care about anyone else here and really just get what she needs to get to be that top student. So she's really given access to no one to her room. So it's very, very concerning that anyone would have come into here to do this. She has no idea who it could be, possibly the society, but she does not have any proof as of right now, right? Just only suspicion because they mm-hmm. have targeted her perhaps in the past. Or maybe she didn't, she still doesn't know. Who knows? I think her greatest fears would be just even having self-doubt. She doesn't even want to doubt herself for even a second. Um, because she feels like that will just distract her and just be in the way of her getting what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. And just the worry of her failing and what that will mean for her friend. She kind of bears just like a lot of responsibility there. Mm-hmm. How recent do you think the carvings looked? Were they like within the couple of months that you had your 
or within a couple of days or weeks of your uh, reflection being stolen and you returning it? I would say probably after that. After that? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, they're not, I don't think she caught it right away, unfortunately. I think it's been there probably maybe for a month or two. I think she's really angry because she started to kind of self-doubt herself with like these fears and she wasn't mm-hmm. sure why. And I think she's really angry and wants someone to blame. Was there anything else in the prompt? Yeah, no, it was what what your fears were, how recent the carving looked and who had access to your room. Uh, what did Angelica do when she found after she found out what these runes mean? Gosh, every part of me wants to burn the dorm down to the ground, but uh, <laughs> that's me, Jess. Um, hmm. I think she's actually going to be quiet about it. She's going to learn it, figure out how to dismantle it, erase it. And then she's just going to be quiet about it. Pretends like it never happened in a way. She's going to be trying to hunt down who has done this to her. Okay. But in a sort of quiet way. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of slow burning, slow, slow burn, just kind of research and like who was around, like, Probably a little tough being that, like, you have no idea how long they've been there. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God, you're right. I should also ward my room. I'm going to ward my room like shit. Make sure no one else can get in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe even uh... leave some silly traps. (laughs) You know. You know how they, like, paint bomb people who, like, open money bags and stuff like that or something like that. Something along those lines. Okay, let's uh, draw a card for my next prompt. You have the Ace of Cups. Mm -hmm. The Ace of Cups. Oh, that was the one that I uh, got a glimpse of. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Ace of Cups. And your major arcana. Temperance. You got the Temperance card. It is X1V, so 14. You know, now that we're doing this now for the second time, I forget which card is supposed to be the inspiration card. Are they both? They can be both. Like the major arcana is what we should be majorly uh, drawing inspiration out of. And with this one, it was X1V, correct? Yes. Yes. X1V, 14. Lack of control, balance, chaos remains. You found a stack of books abandoned in the common room. Curious, you thumbed through them and realized certain highlighted passages were linked together to form a phrase. A king is waiting for his constellation at the stroke of midnight. Find him in the river. Was this some elaborate prank or the mark of a secret society? Did you uncover more clues? Who do you think left the books in plain sight? There is a stream that breaks the campus in two. Could it be involved? So this really, this prompt really like blends together a few things because... So I, I'm thinking, so like the secret society that you've kind of created. What a fish. <laughs> I think this is very much 
this secret society that we kind of talked about a little bit already that they with the fish because the the thing is find him in the river mm-hmm. that is the inspiration to that or that is like the invitation to find the secret society mm. and like that is the mark that you kind of wanted to give them was the the fish mm-hmm. and the thing is like a king is waiting for his constellation at the stroke of midnight mm. professor monty was the a professor of astronomy oh my god that's right so i think the society found out what i did what happened and they left these books with this passage, uh, this phrase, as like an invitation for him in turn to like join the society in help terms you. of help helping to free Professor Monty from his from what I have done. Mm. So I think and very much so like Elias is very curious by nature like he he just wants to keep going and clearly he has yet to learn a lesson i was just thinking i was like it would be elias curious elias to thumb through these books and find these words yep and i think elias is going to go and uncover more clues try to find maybe in one of these books there is that little mark of a fish Hmm. you know so at the stroke of midnight is, you know, like he's going to go out to the river at midnight and he's going to meet someone. And perhaps there's this actually there's actually like this little thing that he had noticed by the river during his first year. Like it's known to several students. It's just a little just a little fish sculpture that's in one of the bigger rocks that's next to the river that flows through. Mm-hmm. So. I think he's going to go there and he's going to meet with the the secret society. They're going to lure him in with the prospects of helping to free Professor Monty, something that he is already well into trying to do himself. You're going to join. You motherfucker, you're going and, to join. And Elias is going to join the secret society. Oh. Who would have thought you're the one in the cult and not me? I know. This is surprising for us. <laughs> but it's it's very much going along with like the inspiration of kind of like that chaos, that lack of control he feels that like he he can't do this alone. And to uh, freeing Monty there, so he he's going to join up and Hey, this is good fortune that is unfortunately coming from Monty. He's found someone that can help him break this, what he now sees as a curse. Mm -hmm. So he's using what Monty is very much still giving him guidance, Mm -hmm. even imprisoned as he is. Mm -hmm. We should name this secret society. We're going to have to name this society. Yeah. Yeah. So... Damn. What were the words to in the what, what was the phrase in the book again? The phrase was a king is waiting for his constellation at the stroke of midnight. Find him in the river. That was the phrase that was highlighted that Elias had found. I was trying to think if there was something in there to kind of inspire the name for the society. But well, I, I think 
I think it kind of is. There's it's it's a king. A king is waiting. Mm-hmm. Find the king in the river. Mm-hmm. So it is the leader of the secret society who they have dubbed themselves a king. So maybe it is has something to do with royals. Maybe like the king's court or just the royals. It could be the uh, the royals or I, I do kind of like the king's court. Right. I kind of like the king's court. So I think this, yeah, I think this is a secret society is going to be revealed to Elias as the king's court. And it is explained to Elias that they are a secret society that has been hidden from the faculty and staff like we want, like we had said before. That means you go, do you then go through the ritual to have your memory erased when you? It would be, yeah, it would be like a, uh, after and that like there, no faculty know, but the roots of this society run throughout the student body and then trickle into what would be the rest of the world. Mm. And maybe it was founded by a king who mm. made his way to the academy to Brack Root here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as kings do, as people of noble lineage, they want to make things about themselves. So. <laughs> I love how well these things come full circle. Mm, this is turning out very, very, very good. And we're, and we're good very, very story, bad. but we'll see what happens to our characters, right? Yes. All right. Are we so on to our final card for uh, Angelica? Yep. All right. Did you did you uh, su- shuffle the? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> good call, Kent. It's funny how I continue to do the same things over and over. Oh, so uh, j- just to to say, like, not the not the cups card. Those get removed. Yes, they're removed. The the major arcana gets yeah. shuffled back in. Okay. Yep. All right. Mass card is the nine of cups. Oh, you got the eight, then the nine. Yes. It's just a guy kind of standing, surrounded by cups. And my major arcana is the devil. <laughs> XV15. Your brief meanings for that card are obsession, conflict, violence, force, freedom. And it was the Nine of Cups? Yes, the Nine of Cups. Oh, ready? As I'll ever be. Oh, you look so excited. (laughs) Okay, hit me. For several weeks, a ghost follows you. From hall to hall, hovering in your peripheral and disappearing when you turn to look. When you finally captured the ghost through magical means, they told you a traitor hunts you. How do you pay the ghost for this information? How do you interpret the message? Huh. How do I pay the ghost? Shit, how do I pay a ghost? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do ghosts want? Ghost change? I don't know. Hmm. 
Okay, wait. So I have the devil is my inspiration here, which was force, violence, freedom. Obsession, conflict, violence, force, freedom. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go pretty, I think, simple with this. Angelica has been pretty angered and upset for quite some time with all of these things that have been happening this year. She's been constantly the target of things. And I think what we're going to do now is that she's just obsessed and like pissed off and annoyed with just this secret society continuing to be at her. And it's going to be like, her additional mission now to just completely dismantle and destroy this secret society. So I I don't know if uh if you were thinking about this but like maybe the the ghosts saw who snuck into your room and carved those runes. Ooh. And like that is uh that is what they mean. How she like, find yeah. How she finds out who they are. Yeah. I like it. And yeah, I think she's just going to become obsessed with like taking them down. And now that she has discovered who they are, at least the first person, she's just going to continue to pull at this until she can unravel and dismantle the whole thing. Hmm. And I think I want to say that the ghost has kind of been either in servitude or enslaved by whatever this spell is, or maybe um, maybe it's been under this trapped spell for a long time. And I think in exchange, she's just going to help the ghost be free. Oh, no, uh, you capture the ghost through magical means. I know, but I'm going to say that it was also trapped in like... Oh, um, in another... Like in another thing. thing, in order to like follow her. Like, I think it was bespelled and trapped um, to kind of follow her and kind of track her and things mm. like that by the secret society. And, um, and that's why it would just like disappear when you tried to... Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And I think it's just, I think she's just going to help set it free. Yeah. Ghosts yeah. do like their freedom. Yes. Yep. To do spooky things. Yeah. Happy spooky season, y'all. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, oh, that's right. This would be coming out during uh during spooky time. So yep. yes. Did you know? Okay, random aside. Did you know? Apparently, and I don't know if this is verified or not because I just learned this from social media in one post. So this could be completely incorrect. But I think this October there's supposed to be a Friday the thirteenth mm-hmm. and like a. a a, like a blue moon, like a lunar moon, like a two... A blood moon, yeah. Like a two full moon in a month type of situation uh, this what, October. Was it this, uh, Was it a blue moon? I know there's a blood moon this October too. Maybe it's a blood moon. Okay. All in this month. This is a spooky yeah. October. Spooky seasons. Yeah. 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 That I think that works out really well with the ghost and you actually finding out about a sec- Ooh, the, the secret, secret society is now. Especially now that Elias has joined and I'm like, I'm going to tear yep. them apart not yep. knowing elias is part of it yep Ooh, it's perfect Ooh. it's perfect i like the rivals. idea yeah i like the idea that somehow this game has pitted us as rivals without also directly having to do it ourselves you know yep. it's kind of just come about yep you ready for your last card i am if it is the 10 i read that prompt it will not work for my character and we will just get this. It's not. Okay. It's a really cool card, though. Holy shit. This card looks beautiful. Your card is the Seven of Cups. And holy shit, this card is... I'm going to send you a picture. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're getting my pictures, but this card is amazing. 
I am. I have not been looking at them because I've been getting plenty of inspiration just through my own wanting it's to fair. apparently destroy myself. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, I know. I'm sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't even use that card, but you know what? I like what happened. Mm-hmm. I like that there are multiple. I was a little bit worried, right? Because we're both not entirely creative improv people, right? But I like that there are multiple sources of inspiration, both from like the story, the character we created from each yep. other and from two different sources of cards, plus like the yep. symbolism from the book. It's it, there's a lot of rich resources to like really help craft the story. Yeah, it's been it's been really great so far. Yeah, I agree. And your major arcana is strength. Uh, v I I I. So eight. Strength. Strength. Oh, this is also a very pretty card. Okay, let me read that. Seven of Cups just looks wicked. Holy crap. This must be a wicked card. V-I-I-I, correct? Yes. Correct. Courage, paranoia, energy, rage. Yeah, the Seven of Cups does look... It looks so wicked. wicked. It's so funny because like between the seven of cups and the strength card, they look so contrasted to each other. They do. Like one is kind of a little bit what we would deem more uh, evil. And the other one is more good because like the strength has a lion with an angelic looking woman kind Mm -hmm. of like resting her hands on the lion's head. Yeah. And the Seven of Cups is, it, it's a masked hooded figure holding a skull with this like reptilian looking uh, worm creature because it only has two front legs. Yeah. But, okay. You I'm tried looking- your first solo ritual your second year. After 12 hours of chanting by candlelight without stopping, the ritual worked. Which of these did you perform, and what happened as a result? Revealed hidden knowledge, transformed an object, bound an object to place, summoned a devil, or spoke with the dead. Hmm. Wow, this is your first one solo. That the school knows. <laughs> That's fair. But... Oh, there's that good fortune again, you know, like he it's it's he's getting more. Look at you, future top student. But oh, which one of those are. Do you know, it'd be interesting ish if when Monty had turned to stone, he kind of died for a little bit. I mean, yeah, like he he was. Well, he was bound to stone. Mm, that's fair. Not necessarily. He was imprisoned in stone, not turned. I I, I was saying he was uh, he turned into a statue as a as a means of like, kind of imprisoning him in, in that mm, gotcha type of thing. And I also like the item one. Yeah, the transformed an object and bound an object to place like that is very much something that. He unfortunately had a hand in doing to a degree mm-hmm. with like imprisoning Professor Monty there. 
but ooh, like revealed hidden knowledge or like summoned the devil. Both could go really far with what he wants to do, you know? And like, I think that revealing hidden knowledge okay. is the one that he's going to perform because he needs knowledge that he doesn't have access to that maybe no one has access to. Maybe he spent several weeks in the library this year because just trying to find information about this incantation that he did early on in the year because it was something that was new to him mm. maybe it was just a new incantation that that had happened and oh wait no maybe maybe he's summoning a devil or switching okay because with his first thing there was a a being that reached out through his spilled ink and oh. forced him to write that incantation to begin with. Ooh, okay. And maybe that was kind of a catalyst to summoning this devil. And like some of the the research that he had put through in the library trying to figure out this inc- incantation, like the stuff that had happened with him. How like this treat this being like reached through the ink and forced his literally forced his hand into uh, writing this incantation, giving him this new spell, which as devils do, they always try to make it seem like a better deal than it ever is. So yeah. he he summons this. I'm going to go with he summons this devil. He's summoning a devil and it is the devil that he found the one that gave him access to the original ritual that he had done. I want to know what Elias wants to ask it. This is a very like open prompt because there's only one question. Yeah. And that is what ritual did I perform? Yeah. And you summon a devil. But I summon a devil, and I, I think it's because this is his time to get answers more than anything. Like, what this, what that incantation was supposed to do. Like, why, why was he chosen to potentially cast this? Because he, he did recite the incantation by himself of his own volition, you know? Mm-hmm. But why did it work? And why did it work? Why was he chosen to write this incantation? Why wasn't it someone else? Mm -hmm. I believe the devil responds with he has great potential. He has an abundance of magic at his disposal. And that he was chosen by this devil so this devil could be freed. And I I do think that this is another kind of unfortunate thing that he has done where Elias is just, he just, he's just released a devil. And maybe. You mean you summoned him like permanently? Yeah. It it is a a ritual. I don't, I think he has summoned this devil. Into this plane of existence. Into this plane. 
to the upside, this devil is bound to him in some way. Mm-hmm. I I do want to say that this is a this is a fiendish little devil. He's a little imp who probably has more power than he should. But even being an imp, being this crafty little thing, he's able to, with this good fortune that Professor Monty has given Elias, and for to an unfortunate degree, that this devil is not just free in this world, but he cannot be unsummoned. He is bound to Elias. Shit. That's even worse. Yes. I thought it was just going to like freely walk the school and go do shit, but like bound to Elias. He's bound to Elias by the by the good fortune that Elias has stolen from Professor Monty. Hmm. And through this, like one of the things that Elias 100% asks this devil is how he can break the incantation that he had cast to free Professor Monty. And I think an unfortunate turn of events is that Elias has access to that knowledge. He has this devil bound to him, but the devil is not freely giving this information. So he has no way to actually free Professor Monty this year. And he'll have to continue to work with this devil or try to goad this devil into revealing his knowledge in a different way. But at the end of it, Elias actually, as sad news as that is, that he has lost his really like his mentor at this school. But having this devil bound to him has given him a new strength that he's going to be able to free him one day. Interesting. Interesting. Elias is definitely recruiting an interesting group of creatures and people to help him write the things that he has messed up on. Yes. They're not exactly the best or trustworthy. Yes. And Angelica, too, like she's kind of falling into almost a paranoia of her own. Where she's like, rightly so. Yeah, like she's she's kind of like she's held herself so high in her own standards mm-hmm. that she's kind of collapsing into a yeah. paranoia and like the fact that like people keep looking down on her or things keep happening to make them doubt her. Yeah, and she's honestly losing sight of her mission in a way too. Yeah. Well, that is the end of year two. That is the end of year two. And it very much was darker than our first year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We've got we've got some uh you've got some allies, I've got some enemies. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if they're quite allies. True. Allies. Because I have it's it's a secret society and a devil. They all yep. they both have their own agendas and unfortunately Elias is only agenda is right now freeing professor monty yeah who for sure deserves it 
but there's one last thing like last year there's a little blurb oh it's actually more than a blurb in between years no in between years ish okay so let me let me read this blurb you had strange dreams during the last month of the school year they became clear as time wore on and you realized it was the speaking gem calling to you one night you couldn't resist it any longer and felt compelled to visit the speaking gem after midnight it showed you a secret path where others couldn't follow you your rival arrived at the same time you did you both touched the speaking gem simultaneously and it said what you seek is hidden in the grand rotunda the grand rotunda rests on a natural platform near the south end of campus do you Holy visit the rotunda or do you let your rival go alone holy shit i just realized at this point we both we both have something that we for sure want to find like we have something hidden that we for sure have been looking for this entire time and mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. unfortunately for me we are both trying to save someone and protect someone literally our mission is the same god damn it if you visited what did you find hidden in the rotunda was it something you could take or was it a door an idea a view a person a symbol, a curse, a soul, or a sacrifice. Can we answer that now? We answer that now, right? This is actually one of the cooler couple of pages because that, that spans two pages. I don't have the actual book, so I believe it is two pages side by side. Yeah. And Jess, you you see see that it's page 39 and 40. Wait, there's more. It says a tool, yes. a key, a body. I did not scroll quite far down enough. I just like ending it on sacrifice because I saw the those and we're just like, wait, the sacrifice. Oh, I that's a good one. Good. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I think we answered this now, though, right? Just like yeah. last time. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, at least on one hand, we get to decide this together. Yeah. But yeah, bo- both of us, I think both of us would go to the grand rotunda what did you find hidden in the rotunda was it something you could take what you seek is hidden in the grand rotunda i think what if it's a person did what if it's a person it's not really a person i don't know i don't know what do you think this this is so obviously we both go to the grand rotunda yes i mean that's yes want something out of this like the speaking gem is telling us that like hey i have an answer to your problems like there's an answer to your problem right now yes and the thing is like i know that the forefront of elias's mind is his current problem you know the like his his like need to know stuff about the incantation with like professor monty and having trying to free him but I think Angelica's is different than her original one, you know? I was just going to say, I was like, you know, I don't think Mandy is at the forefront of her mind. This year has taken a very heavy toll on Angelica's mental fortitude about what she wants and what who she she's doing this for now, you know? 
What if then it is something very important, symbolic, powerful, and important to the secret society? Something that would help you for sure in the secret society to free whatever Monty, you know, if you care that much about him. (laughs) I'm just trying to think like that's, that's the overlap that I see. Yeah. Between the two of us. So I, I think it, what if it is. Maybe it's something that holds it together. I don't know. You know what I mean? What if it's a book? What if it is a book that is generally owned, like kept by the secret society? Mm-hmm. Normally it is kept by the secret society. They have found this book at the Academy centuries ago. And they it has been in their possession since now. Like maybe we find it hidden in the Grand Rotunda, like one of us finds a trap door, a little a, a door that leads down to a shrine of sorts. And in this shrine is this book, and it is kind of being displayed. And this book is massive. It is one of those like grand looking, mythical, just giant tomes that would like take up our desks now like mm-hmm. huge like five foot open holy shit okay and it's just great and it's it's filled with just old magic incantations and stuff that like we actually can't read mm-hmm. and maybe with you it's also there's been stuff added to the book there's been information about the society that has been added to the book. Mm-hmm. And maybe ooh, ooh, maybe it's a book. It's the book is constantly being added to. Even okay. now, as we're in it, we are reading this book mm-hmm. and it is showing us this moment. Okay. That. And if we flip back a couple of pages, it's it's been about us. Ooh, I like it. Okay. And like for you, it shows you about the society and like who has been. With like more details about our life and like the influences and things like that. Yeah. Ooh. And maybe since maybe like not the whole book, but like we flip back a few pages and it's like when we first bloomed magic into our lives. Ooh. It is something that the the society has been looking for. And it is people who have been like powerful mages. And like we flip further back and it has been like powerful mages throughout our century who like even in our modern world we've heard stories of like Nicholas Flamel who has been seen we we notice his name in this book mm-hmm. and other Merlin wo- Merlin yeah. and other names that we've seen in our books that uh, in our worlds that we just see as fantasies mm-hmm. old old stories but like they're written in this book and they've been powerful mages now our names are in this book together 
I love it. That's so good. I love it. I love it. I think that's great. And now this gives us kind of something to... Why is the society watching us? And like, what do they want with powerful mages? And like the fact that we know now know, like we we knew before with our that our divination from the first year that we were going to be powerful mages. Mm-hmm. And now it's we kind of confirm it here, you know? Mm-hmm. And what do they want with us? Yeah. 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 Ooh, I love it. I love it. I also kind of like that it's so big that we can't take it. Yep. <laughs> and like it, the, the reason why it is so big is because it. Yeah, it holds so many people and it, information it and things. Keeps uh, getting added to and like. Yeah. And like, say we're there and like, this is actually, it was towards the end of a page, you know? And while we're there, like it, the page flips and a new page is grown in the book. And maybe maybe some one of us notices that it gets ever so slightly bigger. Like just a little bit wider, just a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. millimeters, micrometers, just like a small amount. But yep. Angelica probably uh, I was notices gonna say, it. Angelica probably can see it in like the some sort of patterning or something. Yeah. Shit. That's good. Yeah. Gives us a lot to think about for our third year. But this is going to be an interesting third year because our third year, third year is represented by the deck of pentacles. Mm, yes. So. Rituals. Summons. But that is the end of our second year. We hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed bringing it to life. So far, I will, we, this is something that we have not done our first couple of episodes that others have is the, our usual farewell and our usual outro. Thank you, Rainy, for helping us and stopping it. Please like, and follow us. We're on all of the socials. We go live every other Friday. This Friday, we the night that the podcast comes out, we're live every other Friday. So the night that the this podcast comes out, we'll be doing, we're still on RuneQuest yep. uh, around 7 p.m. ish. We do our best, but uh, things inevitably happen. So we're sometimes a little late, sometimes we're a little on time, but we're doing RuneQuest that is run by Christian. He is running six seasons in Sartar. Um, we have a couple more episodes left of this. We've got of Tangled Blessings. We have year four, year three, and then it's our final battle, right? So I think we're at three more episodes left. Uh, Yeah, we're halfway through. um, And this has been really great. And then after that, um, I'm not sure. I think a couple other people, I know Christian has recorded like a solo, right? That might, uh, I want to say, because you're actually going to be going on vacation uh, for a couple of weeks uh, during October. Yes. So that might, we might take a break from this for our next one. That's right. We've got a Halloween episode. We'll have a Halloween episode that we'll be doing uh, at some point in October. But our, the, one of our next podcasts might be a a different thing. So, uh, cause uh, Jess may not be able to record 
uh, for a bit because she is going on vacation, a much deserved vacation. But I guess we will say goodbye and uh, for now, and we will see you again next time. Thank you for listening. And don't make deals with devils. <laughs> and don't make deals with devils. Or fish. <laughs> <laughs>